The book of Joshua 7.13 The Lord speaks to Joshua. Get up, sanctify the people, and say, Sanctify yourself for tomorrow. Because thus says the Lord God of Israel, There is an accursed thing in your midst. O Israel, you cannot stand before your enemies until you take away the accursed thing from among you. <clears throat> there is an accursed thing in your midst. You cannot therefore stand before your enemies until you take away the accursed thing from among you. Today, the enemies of the nation of God are not just our uncrucified soul, the world, and demons, but also their derivatives, sickness, weakness, curses in the materialistic sphere, and death before your time. And these enemies receive the right to possess us when we take of the accursed thing, which is most holy to God that is claim for ourselves that which is in our possession but does not belong to us and belongs to God. Leviticus 27:28. Nevertheless, no devoted offering that a man may devote to the Lord of all that he has, both man and beast, or the field of his possession, shall be sold or redeemed. Every devoted offering is most holy to the Lord. And so there's a difference between what is accursed and what is a curse. An accursed thing is not always a curse. An accursed thing is something the Lord has separated for himself and says, this is mine. And when a person takes of this or claims this, then he will inherit curses. These are blessings and they're God's. They are God's possession. And if we do not give to him what is accursed, we will be we will be cursed. In the Garden of, of Eden, there was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and it was accursed. That is his God's holiness. That's what God has said. This is my holiness. This is the knowledge of good and evil. To understand what is good and what is evil, I will tell you what is bad and what is good what is evil and what is good, uh, giving you my word, my messengers in my church, speaking in a more modern tongue. God has an accursed thing in the church. He has an accursed, He had an accursed thing in the Garden of Eden. Let us see what today is an accursed thing in our midst. Therefore, one of the powerful, legitimate acts and demonstrations that lies at the foundation of our sanctification and dedication is giving God our tithes and our offering. When we give our tithes and offering to God, we, in this way, demonstrate two unique principles. When we read the labors of our pastor, Arkady, we need to understand the formula, the formula of of success and this satisfies God, His law, and the spirit of the law. Where is this formula? It is in two secret words, sanctification and dedication. And so, I sanctify myself, I take myself away from something, and I dedicate, I give myself to something else. And they are 
in this in this uh, act of giving God your tithes and offerings, giving God our tithes and our offerings, which although are within our possession but do not belong to us, we first laid the foundation for our sanctification, consisting of separating what is accursed from ourselves. Here we see the first word, the, the word sanctification. We separate from ourselves what is accursed, the tithe that is within our possession but is not ours. And second, we then dedicate ourselves to God in our tithes, testifying that we ourselves are the tithe of God, which is accursed. And anyone who will now touch me will be cursed. How beautifully this is shown. Why do the enemies have the right to Israel? Because God said, you rob me, you rob me with tithes and offerings. If the church accepts and apprehends this unchanging law, laying at the foundation of all of the given law of God, and will separate what is accursed from themselves, so that it can dedicate itself to God, then in this way she will separate herself to God as a slave of righteousness and will obtain strength from God to be able to resist and step upon all the powers of the enemy. Malachi 3.10 Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. Will I not open for you the windows of heaven, and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it? And so the two words. And so let's now break it even further and find that one word the thing we can understand the most clearly. What does it mean to honor God with our tithes and offerings? What does it mean to demonstrate our love to Him? This is the word to separate. To honor is a beautiful word. To separate is holy. It's within my possession and I separate it and I do not touch it. And so when I separate my tithe and offering to God, we I in this way state before God that I sanctify myself I separate from myself, and I separate myself with what belongs to you. And so, in separating, I sanctify myself, I now become this tithe, and I can dedicate, I can give myself to God as a tithe. And now the Lord looks at me as a tithe. And so, when we honor, or the key word we give to God, so that we, in this honoring and giving of our tithe to God, God would be able to receive us as a tithe, because illnesses, untimely death, financial curses, all of these things take control of a man or govern man, because uh, we take of the tithe, or it's within our possession, this accursed thing. If you separate your tithe, then you present yourself to God as a tithe. Now anyone who touches me, The scriptures say, anyone who touches you touches the apple of my eye. What is an apple of my eye? And so, if you look, and so there's, of course, if you look at the eye, as we understand, that little black dot in the very middle, this is the apple of the eye. And so the Lord says, if you give your tithe, and if poverty, illness, untimely death starts to uh, come upon you, it's as accessing or having access to the apple of my eye, I will protect you, is what God is saying. And so the Lord will not allow uh, illnesses, untimely death, 
financial destruction to take hold of us. Why? Because we need to present ourselves as a tithe. How do we do this? Using the keyword sanctification. Lord, I separate. This is for you. And I now dedicate myself to you. And the Lord begins to uh, consider us the tithe and protect us from all of our enemies. Right now, we will sing a song and rejoice that we have this great privilege to do this great and wonderful uh, thing in this service where we give our tithes and offering, dedicating ourselves, presenting to God ourselves in His tithe and offering, being that first fruit, being the best. And the Lord will then protect, protect what is holy. The Lord always defended His holiness. Look, look what's happening with the world today, with Israel. This means that the Lord defends His holiness and he will defend his holiness in us let us stand and sing a psalm and partake in this wonderful wonderful service
I will happily repeat after our pastor Arkady that every time when the nation of Israel honored God with their tithes and their offerings in the tabernacle of Moses, the temple of Solomon, they were required as a command that they received from Moses, who received it from the Lord, to proclaim a great proclamation which they were faithful to for thousands of years. We are that same Israel. We're connected to the same roots. We're nourished by the same olive tree. We will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hand over your tithes and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithe from my house and have brought it into your temple so that you may have food within your house. I do not give in sorrow I do not give in uncleanness. I do not give for the dead. I deeply believe in your unchanging word. And I am glad that I have the privilege to demonstrate my love and to acknowledge your authority. And now in accordance to your words, I pray, may your heavenly windows be open to me and may your blessing come without end upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen may be blessed. Please be seated.